Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael, and you're listening to the greatest podcast that is uh, recorded by a guy in North Texas and Minnesota <laughs> in that, the world. That in actually world. might be factual. In that actually might be factual. The world. I mean, there's no other there's podcast. There's no need to mention that there might not be another podcast that's hosted by a North Texan and somebody living in Minnesota, but. Doesn't matter. Beside the point, we're still number one, baby. <laughs> uh, so, surprise, surprise, Alabama actually showed that some of the people there have moral conviction. Um, let's some. I said some. Okay, let's let's just get rid of the some and just say the black people who live in Alabama have some moral conviction. That's true. Yeah, black people came out like. In almost record numbers. I think it was like almost on par with Obama 2008 numbers, yep. right? Yeah. Yes. And for an off-year like almost election. identical. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Uh, it, I even was listening to NPR and they were talking about, they were talking to the leader of the NCAA. Uh, in, oh, my God. We know what you're saying. NAACP. <laughs> that organization um, for them colored people down in alabama Uh and uh they just asked him flat out they're like you know were you confident that the black vote was going to come out this strong and he's like to be honest no (laughs) like he just flat out said no i was not he's like we got indication that there was something going on that there was something building because they were getting a lot more phone calls than they normally do about you know am i registered Mm mm-hmm uh, how do I register? You know, they were getting those kind of questions. What do I need to have whenever I go to vote? You know, because uh, Alabama is one of those wonderful voter ID mm-hmm. states. Yep. Um, which we all know only suppresses minority, elderly, and poor vote. Um, you know, doesn't, it doesn't affect the rich Republican vote at all. Uh, so, it, you know, you're saying that he... He knew that there was something going on, that there was some kind of movement happening. But, you know, at least he was honest that, you know, his his black people just, they don't go out and vote like they should, you know, especially in some of those southern states. Yep. Um, So it was was pretty, you know, refreshing to hear him just flat out admit it, (laughs) you know. Not, like, cover his tracks and try and save face and, you know, say that everything's hunky-dory. But to say, no, this was a good sign. We just need to keep the momentum and 
it can't go stale. We got to keep rolling with this ball. Yeah, I think I saw the numbers. Like um, for an off-year election, they had over forty percent of the people who could participate participated, which is really good in an off-year election. Um, I mean, just during a regular presidential year election, maybe sixty percent, you know, people of people mm. across the United States who are who can vote vote. So forty percent yeah. is really good. And they said the black turnout, yep. I think, was around twenty nine percent, which is that's really solid. Like you said, that's much yeah. more than usual. And I always find it a little funny because these southern states, like a Mississippi and an Alabama, um, the black population. Okay, we all know United States. It's twelve percent roughly, but in those southern states that are the most red, backward states, usually the black population in those states is twenty, even up to like thirty percent of the population. So you would think, like, if black people would mobilize a little bit more, they could get more black candidates in state houses, and they could really run the election. Um, so it's good to see. I think the see. I'm hoping that other black people in some of these other southern states will see what Alabama did and say, yeah. we really, if we show up in force, we can basically be the ones who make the decision on all these elections and um yep i know white people are taking a fucking hammering because and they should um to an extent but i just i'll defend us a little bit have to defend my people a little but um because like white men voted for roy moore like 74 percent of white men um the white women yeah, it was high 60s. I don't remember the exact number, but it was just ridiculous. The only thing I could say is this is where you get that old, the old white racist, you know, fucking, you know, from the 60s Selma marching, you know, let's sick the dogs on them fucking crowd that are still hanging yeah. around that need to fucking die. And I say this all the time. Uh, I'm white, you know. I love my white people as much as black people love the black people, but some of my old white people, it's time for them to fucking cash in, move on to the next fucking plane because they're ruining my country. Um, but the good news was, at least I'll say this, is 44 and under white people voted, voted for um, Jones. So the younger white people you know, that weren't around during segregation and like, man, we really need to go back to that. That was fucking good times. Uh, the younger ones, at least they have their shit together a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, but it, it well, I it think was, that has uh, to do with a few things. I think it has to do with, um, younger generations are much more tied to, uh, technology and the internet. Yeah. So, it's not just taking the voice of Roy Moore saying, oh, these allegations are false. Mm -hmm. The timing is weird. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's all a big conspiracy. Um, you know, they can actually go online, look at the sources, look at the credible, tangible evidence that there was that this guy was is a fucking creeper. Um, so that, that definitely pulls sway. You know, you can sit there and say that, you know, oh, it's a conspiracy. They're trying to take him down and all this stuff. But, you know, like I said, young people, they're tied to the internet. So you see it 
you see the actual evidence there and then it's hard to do your mental gymnastics of trying to work in your head where it's okay to vote for a child molester. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we've gone over it and everybody knows about it. So there's no use in doing it again. But I mean, even if you want to say all this shit's false and he never did anything with these girls, I mean, it's still, he was banned from a fucking mall. And like, that's factual evidence. So there, that's weird in what's, itself. What's, you what know. is kind of funny about the the mall thing, so the county in which that mall resides, mm-hmm. it went 79% Jones. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I love that. Gadsden, hmm. yeah. In Gadsden. I so, wonder why. But so, I mean, he, that was that's a huge red flag to begin with. Um, and then, like, he did, you know, write that one high school girl, like, a fucking card telling her she was beautiful and stuff yeah. like a graduation card uh the other one he did right in her yearbook yeah. so it's still he he's a he's creeper and plus let's just put that aside and look at all the racist shit the homophobic stuff he said basically like you know after like the civil rights you know of 65 like everything's gone downhill since they passed new rights as he called it and how we should abolish every amendment after the 10th which uh for the women the white women who went and voted for him uh they wouldn't have been able to they wouldn't have been able to vote yeah stupid bitches (laughs) so i mean he's a he's a wretched but the guy he doesn't even know the law. He's a fucking idiot. He's been ejected from his seat several times because he he was the fucker that was keeping the Ten Commandments in the courthouse. Yeah, which we talked about on the um, show he, years ago. He's done all kinds of shit there in Alabama where he does not follow federal law. No. And he sits there and talks about how he's, you know, we need to follow the law and blah, blah, blah. And he's a fucking idiot. He still hasn't conceded. I don't know if you know this or not. Nah, but it he doesn't He still matter. hasn't conceded. And he actually believes that there's a law in Alabama where he can pay uh-huh. for the recount. The uh, kicker there is that that's not at all the case. The The case is, is that in a federal election, or you know, if you're going to federal government, it has to be within 0.5 variance, and then it's an automatic recount paid by the state. Yeah. If it's a state election, then you can pay for... Uh, you know, if it's state government election, like if he was running for state senate, yeah, then he would be able to do it. But he can't, and he still hasn't conceded. I don't know if you saw that weird fucking speech that he gave whenever he came out. <laughs> I I <laughs> paid no attention lost. to him. I didn't want to it look was, at it him. It was so it was so fucking weird. You know, he's just sitting there like trying to like rally his troops, and he's like, "This isn't over. This isn't over." Yeah. We got to wait. You know, the military vote hasn't even come in. It's like, how many people in the military are from Alabama? Like, come on. It's not going to swing you as much as you've lost. No yeah. fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think he said something about the absentee ballot, and they're like, no, absentee ballot has already been counted. Yep. <laughs> well, he's yeah. got to hold on. He's got, I mean, he's got nothing else. This is, he'll never be able to run for office or anything again. The Republicans will not back him. And I, I love the fact yeah. that, you know, that he lost and everything we got the seat. But let's go to the realistic view of it now. And this is, I told Eric, I said, here comes negative Michael uh, before the show. It's great. And I was on Twitter, fucking everybody's high-fiving and fucking Alabama, you rock, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's kissing everybody's ass and they're high-fiving and having fucking parties and shit over this. And I'm like... 
let's look at this from a realistic point of view. This is the worst fucking candidate that ever could have ran for Senate. Racist, homophobic, um, he's a child toucher, <laughs> and he still only lost by 1%. One and a half percent, whatever yep. the fuck it'll end up being when yep. they get, like he said, when all those fucking military votes come in for him. Um, so it's not really a, that much of a victory. I mean, it is as far as, hey, that's another vote in the Senate to take away. So that's great to try and shut down some of the shit that the Republicans are trying to do, like their tax plan and maybe trying to fucking destroy Medicare yep. and Social Security coming up. But it doesn't really say a lot about the people of Alabama still. I'm sorry, but like it's for for the white people in Alabama, no it does not. No, but you know what? They're still the majority in that state, so cuz he did almost win. It's And yeah, I mean It's pathetic. It, it it's I mean, yeah, like you said, you know, the the black vote was absolutely huge. It was massive in this. Uh but there still had to be white voters that had to go out and vote for Jones. Oh, I know. I mean... Still had to for him to win. But only like, like 30%. Said, they hold he only got like 30% of the white vote, dude. That is... Yeah. That's ridiculous. For... for I, I understand it's ridiculous, but for a Democrat in Alabama, that's still pretty fucking big. Yeah, but just as a human being, just, just put yourself in the shoes of like... if. You're just a regular I, family man. You've it. got a daughter. You're I, you got to look at it from the point it. of view like, look, this Alabama. I know. I know. It It's it's Alabama. I know you've lived there. You know better than I do. I've only been there a couple times, but I like my, I mean, one of my best friends is he's from Alabama. So, I mean, and he's a really smart dude and he actually did vote for Jones. Yeah. We talked last night. Um. Yeah. It, so it's it it's Alabama though, dude. I mean, <laughs> come on. You you gotta imagine like I guarantee you, Alex Jones and Breitbart they get a shitload of viewership and readership from <laughs> Alabama. Probably not a whole lot of readership. Yeah, not a lot. I'm of pretty readership. sure the literacy rate is pretty high. <laughs> but viewership, yeah, I got you. A lot of viewership. Fox News is huge down there. So I mean, they they buy into the conspiracy theory kind of shit. So. A lot of them did convince themselves that you know these accusations were simply just a democratic coup, because mm -hmm. the timing of it, you know, if it had happened before and Republicans before October and Republicans were able to boot him out and put somebody else in, yeah. they wouldn't necessarily be talking about that. More than likely, there would be a Republican nominated into the Senate seat. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but because it was after the fact and Republicans couldn't do anything, yeah, like. He had to step down. Moore had to step down. And that fucking douchebag actually put himself over party. Yeah, well. Which I think people in Alabama should be more upset about. I don't know about that. I mean, Trump endorsed him, so Trump's the leader of the Republican Party, so evidently that... No, I I agree with you there. <laughs> I, absolutely. I mean, yes. I, I, I put it on my Facebook post, and it, you know my Facebook post did say, yeah, I'm proud of Alabama, but nearly half of them still voted for this fucking child molester. But let's never forget that Trump endorsed him. Never fucking forget hey that. Hey, man, you got to stick with your own kind. I, I'm not talking about white. I'm talking about, you know, ch child molesters. 
yeah. sexual assaulters. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Republicans they did show their true colors. They absolutely did. Because when it came down to brass tacks, because originally they were like, we don't want this fucking guy. He needs to step down. I know. And then all of a sudden Trump says, no, he's our man. And then all of a sudden the ducks start fucking falling. Oh, he's our man. Uh, or they just shut their mouths and didn't talk about it ever. Well, it's like, well, you know what it was when... People would ask them questions and they would just walk away. After the polling started showing that the race was really tight and it was still... He had a really good chance of win still. That's when they jumped back in. And the RNC started putting money back into yeah. this campaign last couple of weeks. And so it's pathetic. The RNC, even though they couldn't really do anything, they were still willing to back a child molester. Yeah, I think. So, yeah, they couldn't have forced him out of there, but they still backed him. I, yeah, I, I mean, I just, like I said, just looking at it from the viewpoint of. Even if you're a conservative, right? You have to look at like this dude. Everything about him is bad. I mean, for what? A, how? It's gonna. I mean, Alabama's already got a bad connotation with the majority of America. Um, so yeah, it's like bite the bullet. Either don't vote at all, or vote for Doug Jones. He's got two years in the Senate. That's it, and then that seats up for reelection. And they can run anybody as long as it's not a fucking kid toucher, and they're going to win that seat right back. So yeah, again, it's it's I, we talked about it last week. When it comes down to it, it it comes down to two issues: gay marriage and abortion. Abortion was the win. That's it. That was the big one. You know what I? That's it. Because that that's the only reason why these fucking dumbasses voted for more over Jones is because even though he touches fucking kids, mm -hmm. they're like, well, at least he doesn't kill them. He only touches them. I don't know if you saw the statistics on this, but they, on the exit polling, they did, uh, the, the religious part of it first, um, evangelicals, like 81% of evangelicals voted for him. Totally believe Which, it. Yeah, I, I mean, you're talking about the fucking cunt. Who refused to remove the Ten Commandments? I, I'm surprised it wasn't. You're talking about a fucking moron who actually believes that Muslims can never be elected to government because they have to swear on the Christian Bible, which is not fucking true. <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard. His... You're talking about an idiot who believes in a fairy tale fucking best friend up there that will somehow grant him into heaven, even though he's molested children. Um. Yeah, but all he's gotta do is repent. He'll say some hell marys. Oh wait, that's Catholic. He's just gonna he's just gonna ask for forgiveness. He'll be fine. Um, so that that's what it comes down to. They they don't, you know, we talked about it time and time again. They don't give a shit about children outside of a womb. Oh, I know. If it's in the womb, impenetrable. You cannot fucking touch that thing. It's the perfect fucking being of God, <laughs> the child of light. Blah blah blah. Comes out of the womb. Fuck it. You get no welfare. Your taxes are going to be raised. Social Security is going to be gone. Fuck you. And we'll let you get raped by a guy that we elected. It's so funny. Fuck you. Because like you said, we did talk about this and you brought up too, the abortion thing. They did the, on, also on the exit poll, and they asked them like their number one issue like for we, each candidate. And, uh, oh my God, I can't remember the exact number. It was almost 70% of people who said... Um, they solely voted for uh, Roy Moore because of the abortion issue. 
Yeah. And it's I know that for a fact. Like I said, I lived in Alabama for several oh, I years. I know those fucking people. I know well, I said that's why I said last week. I said that's you have so many people who they don't look at every other issue. They say he's pro life. I'm voting for him. I don't care any of those other things, no matter how destructive yeah. the policies he backs are, as long as he won't kill fetuses. I don't care if he tries to rape a 14 or 15 year old girl, as long as he was, <laughs> you know, he won't allow yeah. a woman to have her constitutional right by uh, which our Supreme Court guarded. Uh, if people don't forget uh, Roe versus yeah. Wade did say that women had the right to do what they need to do with their own bodies. Um, but yeah, it's, it's shit like that. It, that's the whole, like you said, the religious aspect of it and that one issue voter where they don't have a fucking clue about anything else and how it pertains to their lives or how it'll affect everyone else. They just, I don't know, man. It just beats me so fucking down. <laughs> but positive, yeah. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad he won, and I think it'll motivate people more, which is probably, like I said, hopefully it'll motivate black people in some of these other southern states that will see, like, hey, we really hold a lot of fucking power. Maybe we need to get off our asses and yeah. vote. You know, because after the presidential election, and I kind of, this is another time where I felt like, I'm like, man, I got to defend white people a little bit because we're getting killed uh, about the whole Hillary thing. And I was like, you know, Hillary lost three states by a total of 80,000 votes. And if you looked at the, the the breakdown, actually white people voted at the same rate and the numbers were almost exactly the same for Trump as they were for Romney previously. Like they stayed consistent. The difference in that last election was um, because black people didn't turn out and the numbers that they did during the Obama ones. I mean, it was down like 8%, 8 or 9%. And that's another one where you know, black people have a lot enough power where if they would have shown up in force like they did the other night, then we don't have Trump in office now. And I'm not blaming black people. I mean, white people fucking definitely voted more forms. It's it's on our shoulders. But I'm just saying, black people have a lot of power that they don't realize. Oh, certainly. You know, and they they definitely have sway. And uh, they need to run more candidates too. I mean, uh, you need to see. And, and that's one thing that was real promising about Virginia when you watch that Virginia House get taken by Democrats because it was literally like they took like twenty seats and it was all old white guys and like half of the people actually it was more. I think it was about two thirds of the people who won were women and a lot of women of color. Uh, I mean, I mean, of course, you know, everybody made a story about the transgender and this and that, but it was mostly women and a lot of women of color that won those seats too. So, man, just step up, start running. You know, a lot of these local races and stuff. I, I'm not even going to lie, dude. I have actually just as shits and giggles. I was kind of looking around like, oh, I wonder what races are happening around here, you know, city council, whatever. I'm like, eh, if there's no one running, <laughs> why not? You know, I thought about it, you know. I mean, what the fuck? Who cares? I could throw, you just get some petition signed and there's all these groups now. I can't remember the one. It's, um... It's just a real simple one, like run for office or something like that, .com or .net. Um, and it it's for people who want to run in their areas. And you could pull it up and it'll kind of show all the different uh, city councils, you know, state level, even federal level seats that are coming up. Um, I mean, hell, it has everything in it, you know, even from like administrative shit. And you can put your thing in and kind of you fill out the th forms and stuff, kind of tell them about yourself and 
I think they kind of look at you and some of them might actually help you out with the races a little bit, you know, if promote you like on their Facebook pages and stuff like that and try and so there's some things out there and I think they said that of most of the races in the last election, like I think it was a really large number, man, like 40% of races, mostly we're talking statewide, but even some of the federal ones, um, were unopposed, you know, I mean, as Democrats run unopposed yeah. too, but you know, it's just think about that. I mean, half of these places where someone's running, you only have one choice, you know? So if people would get off their asses and run for some of these elections, I think you could start seeing, and I think it's probably more the left that's a little bit lazier about it than the right. So especially in states like Alabama, Mississippi, where they're like, dude, this is such a Republican state. It's a waste of my fucking time. I'm running under worry about it or show up to the polls or but hmm. yeah i don't know so you need to run yep. for something up there in minnesota <laughs> you can run for franken's old seat eric looks like it's going to be available so uh no i think there's going to be uh <sighs> a couple of women that are going to run for it yeah you you're not being a woman this year this is no, this is, definitely not. This would be a great year to run as a Democrat if you do live somewhere where it's uh, there's no one co- to contest your Republican. I mean, you might not win, but it's a really good year because I think that the the lefties are going to be turning out in force, you know, and so you might have a shot. Yep. Especially if you're a woman. If you're a woman on the left running, <laughs> I think this is your year, man. Sorry, Hillary, yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> you should have waited a term. Uh, I do think it's funny that uh, Mitch McConnell is trying to push through this uh, tax bill um, before Jones gets sworn in. Yeah, I knew um, I knew that would happen. Even though, back if people remember way back in 2010, I remember Republicans getting somebody from, where the hell was it? Massachusetts? I can't remember where. Michigan? They got somebody elected. Some Republican was elected. And it was right when, you know, Obamacare was coming out. And Mitch McConnell came out and made some big speech about how we need to wait because the people, uh, you know, they they spoke and we need to have their voices heard whenever this comes up for a vote. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And you know what our president did? He said, yeah, he's right. We shouldn't. We should wait. Well, that's because so, that's why Mitch Democrats McConnell, lose. Why aren't you playing by your own rules? Yeah. Why aren't you playing by your own rules, Mitch McConnell? Just saying. That's Republicans. When it works for you, you're for it. When it doesn't work for you, you're against yeah, it. They, doesn't make sense to me. It's like the Supreme Court shit they pulled with Obama. It's like everything else. Republicans always play dirty. Yep. They always cheat. They just make their own fucking rules. And they win. You know? And that's why I keep saying Democrats... But, Got to fucking stop playing nice and start playing dirty like the Republicans. It's, uh, you know, it's those good Christian values that those Republicans have, you know. Yeah. That. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, lying, cheating, and stealing are so godly. Hey. So Christian of them. Hey, like I said, all they got to do is ask for forgiveness and then they're okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's always the line. Well, everybody's flawed. <laughs> yeah, well, why are you up on a high horse talking like you're better than everybody because you're a fucking Christian? You know, as uh, because of this whole Roy Moore bullshit, I started doing some looking up a few things, like, because we had talked about this. God, man, I don't know. It's been a long time ago. We did a thing on... Um, a segment on like child marriage and stuff. I think we're doing trafficking and we're talking about other countries and you know how they'll fucking yeah. marry off like a 12 year old girl to some like 40 year old guy in some of these Middle Eastern countries yep. and shit. And we kind of just, I briefly just hit on the states and I was kind of like looking to again because I just went down a rabbit hole the other day. This doesn't make any sense why I did this. But like I said, I was looking at some stuff on Roy Moore and I started getting into all kinds of sh- crazy shit. But I just thought this was interesting because I was like, uh, this might explain like some of the southern states in Alabama because I was watching uh, Vice News last week. They had a segment where they had Frank Luntz, who's a pollster. He's a douchebag. But he went to Alabama and sat. They pulled like 20 people out of a fucking ton of people that wanted to do this thing. And they got the bright group, believe me, because they had some fucking real Alabamians in there, let me tell you. And um, so they did a focus group. And it was basically just asking them, you know, about Roy Moore, like, you know, this and this and this. Do you believe these allegations? Are you still likely to vote for him? Why would you vote for him? What's your main topic? And all this shit. And this one guy. They're talking. He brought up the thing about the fourteen-year-old girl. He's, you know, he wrote in her fucking yearbook and stuff. He, you know, he definitely had contact. You know, he brought up the mall thing and everything. He's like, you know, there's definitely it's allegations, but there's definitely something there that would make you think, like, okay, this, you know, maybe this guy's not completely on the up and up. And this dude, I, this was on the internet. I found it and I put it out on Twitter. So some people, I'm sure a lot of people saw it, but. So this one guy make this statement about it. He goes, you know, this happened 40 years ago. He goes, yeah, 40 years ago is a different time. He goes, hell, 40 years ago, I think most parents would have been excited if their 14-year-old daughter was being hit on by a DA. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I would have been ecstatic. Okay. I'd always be ecstatic if my 14-year-old daughter, like, oh, dad, this 40-year-old man was trying to fuck me, but he's a doctor. I'd like... That's a good job, dear. You're not going to do much better than that. <laughs> Just like his... Lock it up now. Yeah. Lock him up. Go ahead. You know, do what you got to do. But it made me kind of think about, like, he's talking about old-timey and, you know, ages and stuff. So I was kind of, like, looking into Alabama on this. I was just kind of curious. So about not, like, so much statutory and all this stuff, but from Marian age, because he was kind of acting like, you know, if, if you're 14, because then he brought up the thing, like, oh, my grandparents got married at 15, and my grandma had babies at 16, and all this shit. I'm like, okay, well, Alabama. So I was looking at um, the minimum Marian age in Alabama, which today is 16, but back in the day, like, I, they don't have a date on here where they changed it, but they said for most of the state's history... Girls could marry at 14 and boys 17, which I thought was a little weird that they're different. But I was like, oh, okay, 14. So he was actually, he was in the sweet spot. <laughs> so I take back everything. Well, take back everything. You, you I see, what, what it is is that, you know, a man's got to become a man. You know, he, he ain't no man when he's only 14. Yeah. But a woman, 
she starts to bleed around 13. Yeah. So that means she's ripe for bearing children. Yeah. And that's, you know, she's got to get started early with that life because that's the only thing she's got besides cooking and washing the clothes. So it only makes sense that, you know, they're they're able to marry younger. Yeah. You, you, do, do you get where I'm coming from here? Yeah. Grass on the field, play ball. I got you. <laughs> so... I was yeah. I don't know why it's younger. I, I the only thing that I can imagine is that they don't really gave a shit about the emotional battery of fourteen year olds being married off to fucking older dudes. No, because I mean, yeah, more than likely they're like hardcore Christian and they just don't give a shit about women. Okay, uh, particularly Southern Baptists. And okay, and see that's another thing. So I kept reading this. That that's the reason I brought it. Not just because of that, but there's some other interesting stuff in here. Like it starts talking about in the last fifteen years, more than two hundred thousand minors have become legally wed in the United States, right? According to the U.S. Census, it says that minors have always been more common to get married in the South. <laughs> and they say it... Imagine that. They say one of the reason, the main reasons is most likely due to conservative values and politics and stuff. And then they also go into the reason why is because if they promote marriage, a lot of these younger girls, they'll be less likely to have abortions and stuff. So they'd rather a 14-year-old get knocked up and then get married instead of having an abortion because, you know, Jesus. So... Yeah. But they say on here, the highest states that have a minor marriage in the nation are West Virginia, Kentucky, and... Alabama, <laughs> what's up? Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty, it's interesting stuff. I mean, it goes into a lot of other things about child brides and stuff and how they used to blame it on, because like we talked about the Middle Eastern thing before, it's a big thing over there now. Like, whereas now it's pretty frowned on for like a 40-year-old guy to marry a 12-year-old girl in the States. You're probably not going to see that very often. Uh, it's a little bit more common over you know, the Middle East, but they said they used to blame it on all these immigrants coming over from some of those Middle Eastern countries and they brought it with their culture. But statistically speaking, uh, they said that they're only half as likely to do it as, you know, actual white people that have been, you know, born within the United States. Uh, the only, yeah, the only ones they said that it was a little bit more likely to happen was, um, for black girls, which th they were one and a half more times, uh, likely to be married at you know those very young ages as opposed to like white girls hmm. and it's always um interesting yeah it's heavily skewed statistically in the rural states too so that's your country that yeah that's not surprising at all yeah that's your country christian fucking conservative you know trump voters right there that hate anybody who's not white and want to go back to the good old days where we stopped having amendments after the 10th one <laughs> They'd yeah so or they'd probably like to stop after the second but i don't know it's pretty interesting <clears throat> i mean they do have a couple other little things in there but i just thought that was kind of it was interesting to me and then um i'll uh i'll have to check it out for sure i uh for show i know you wanted to talk about something you brought up last week um yes and I don't, you kind of brought it up at the end, and I really had no fucking clue what you're talking about. Um, 
I got one more little thing, and then I'll turn it. I'll shut the fuck up, and I'll let you explain this to me because I'm curious now. Because you brought it up, and I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but because then I was on the age thing about the whole marriage thing. So then I found another thing that's age related, and I thought this was interesting too. It's about life expectancy in the United States, and it's not. Um, like a state to state, you know, a lot of times you see the life expectancy, it's countries, you know, Japan's always fucking the longest, you know, I think there is like 86 years old or 85 or something. It's ridiculous. Um, but they break it down. It was, um, Institute of, uh, health metrics evaluation at the university of Washington did this study over several years. And they actually looked at county by county, in the United States, I mean, they broke it down that detailed. Uh, right now, really, according, they, yeah, they went by 2014 numbers. So, 2014 United States life expectancy was 79.1 years. Not too bad, right? Um, but what they found in this study was, depending on the county you lived in in the United States, the life expectancy went anywhere from 66 years all the way up to 87 years, and it's like um, the way they found out the counties that had the lowest life expectancy were located in the south, amazingly enough. Not surprised. And I would say anybody can look this up. You can probably just type in like life expectancy, fucking U.S. counties or something. I got this. It was on uh, CNN had the story online. And they have a big map and a chart so you can see and they color code it. And you're looking at it. And it's like northeast, west coast, uh, a little bit in the northern southwest, like your Colorado especially, um, really high expect life expectancy. Then you look in the southern, you know, your Alabama, Mississippi's that region, it's by far the lowest. Like if you just look at the map, it just – it's like shit. It stands out so fast. Um, they said that – the lowest life expectancy was in uh, South and North Dakota, and then if you go down to the South, about the lower half of Mississippi through Kentucky all the way up through West Virginia. Just follow that line. And like I said, some of those counties have as little as the life expectancy, a little 66. And then you look on the West Coast, and the highest was Colorado, basically central Colorado. Like if you live in the Denver area, theirs is the max. Theirs is the tops. So you live there. Life expectancy in that area is 87 years. And I, I've said this on the show before. I'd love to move my ass out of country <laughs> if shit doesn't get better. But my backup, if I'm staying in the States, because I'd like to get out of Texas at some Colorado. point, <laughs> is Colorado. No. Um, so not everybody needs to move there. Like our listeners, because we only have a couple hundred, you guys can all move there and <laughs> hang out with me. But don't tell anybody else. We're all going to fucking move to Denver because it's the good thing about Colorado. It's a purple, purplish state, but it's definitely leans more Democratic. They have uh, pots legal. So after you retire, you could smoke all the fucking weed you want, which I'm sure that probably has something to do with it. Um, And then, you know, like I told my wife when I decided that, I'm like, I want to find some place that's got uh, major sports teams because I'm kind of a douche. I'm like. I want to have that nearby. Um, nice scenery. I don't. You don't have to worry about tornadoes, hurricanes, uh, fucking raging fires. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like they they're kind of in that sweet spot in the United States. Uh, yeah, you have to put up a little bit of the winter. Other than that, 
Colorado is the fucking way to go. But I just thought it was really interesting going through this, you know, that in a country like the United States, where, and I say this all the time, where we're supposed to be the richest, greatest country, that we have parts of this country where the life expectancy is like of a third world country. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, below every other industrial country. How fucking ridiculous is that? It's because we believe that healthcare is a commodity. That's why we treat healthcare like it's something that is a profit margin. You know, that only the people that are wealthy should be able to afford kind of shit. Yeah. We have this backwards fucking thinking that somehow healthcare is not something universal, that it's something that you should have a choice. You know, like, you know, they want to. And I don't know if it's still in there, but I know that in, I can't remember if it was the Senate or the Congress, they had the repeal of the whatever where people had to have insurance, otherwise they paid a fine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the individual mandate. Yeah, they, yep. they were trying to repeal the individual mandate in one of the tax reform bills, because, you know, that's where that needs to be, right? Um, but th- that's just the way that a lot of Americans think. They don't think that it's, well... I actually think a lot of Americans do believe it is universal. It's just our stupid-ass fucking politicians have the medical companies deep, deep in their pockets. So they're not going to vote for us. They're going to vote for who gives them the most money, not who has the loudest voice. I guarantee you, you can poll across the nation and people would say, yeah, health care should be a right, not a privilege. Our fucking politicians are not going to vote that way. That's why we should have fucking gotten somebody in there like Bernie Sanders who believes that it is a right. It's not a commodity. It's not something to raise the GDP. It's not something that should be a profit margin. I understand people need to make money, but fucking hell. Like, people also deserve the right because we can afford to take care of each other to do it. We have the resources, we have the capital, we can take care of everybody in this fucking nation, but we choose not to. Yeah. Well, and that's what it comes down to. Access and the build, you know, and actually provide it. Because like they said, the they couldn't come up with all the factors, of course, you know, some of it's so explained. But they say about 60% of the differences from what they can account for but between, like, you know, the highest areas and the lowest is all basically socioeconomics and access yep. to quality health care. You know, like you said, people don't have the money Not to afford it. At all. And because they can't afford it, they don't get it. And if you don't have it, you don't have the money to begin with. These are poor people who, like I said, they continue to vote for Republicans who are taking ch- the CHIPS program away from children, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to take away Obamacare, which gives them the opportunity to get health care with huge subsidies where most of the, the poorest of the poor pay very little for health care. Um, yeah. Hey, it, you know, I can only hope that these numbers continue and they keep dying off at an early age and maybe we'll get rid of the motherfuckers <laughs> fast enough where we can turn this country around. But like I said... We might be able to get us ourselves on the right path again, but there's so much damage that this fucking Trump's done, and 
you know, on a lot of international stage spaces, it's it's going to take quite a time. International stage, and I think you pointed out the the biggest one that's going to impact America is uh, the judges. Yep. You know that that's that's huge. He is getting records amount. Like I think it's something crazy, like three times more than Obama ever did. Oh, they're like oh yeah. He's filling judge seats left and right, and you know these are not fucking people that are balanced minded, <laughs> heavily leaning towards one side. I guarantee it. Okay. So just a quick note: if you're on a that. minority or if you're gay, I'm sorry, but it it's going to be a rough road for a while. Oh my god. Uh- just like I said, this is real quick note on that. Just the, like yesterday, Chuck Grassley, who's basically the one overseeing um, as they're doing the scanning process for all these judges he's nominating to put them up for a vote. Chuck Grassley, Republican Viowa, super fucking old, super douche. He's a, been a Trump ass kisser since day one. He even came out the other day and said that Trump needs to remove some of the names of these judges because they're so unqualified and they, they've already put through some people that have been supremely unqualified and he's got a few now that they're trying to work through that he even came out and he's like i we can't do this these guys are so unqualified they should not even be up for these positions and that's saying something <laughs> so uh <laughs> like for instance this one judge that they want he's not surprising because the guy who's the guy who's electing them is unqualified for the job that he currently has. Well, I know. And actually, I would contest, has always been unqualified for every job he's ever had. Uh, Yeah, well, his daddy gave him all his original He just ones. has a shitload of money, and he's got fucking lawyers that will hang people out to dry. Yeah. So. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's a good, shrewd businessman. Yeah, that's what. It means he's a fucking cunt. Bankrupt several times. Which, I, I said I was going to do the Deutsche Bank thing. I'm going to put that off because... Uh, there's, I got, inf- no, I got information on it. Cause I, cause you need to finish up this show with your thing. Cause I've fucking rambled. Oh, that's true. That's true. We are um, getting close on time. But the one thing that I just want to say is funny. The one of the guys that Grassley said he wanted to remove, uh, one of the things he said, like, cause dude, some of these guys have done like blogs and podcasts. So they have all their craziness out there for anybody to find the guy that he asked to t- remove the other day. <laughs> One of the things that he's famous for saying was that transgendered are the or wait oh, fuck what did he say it's so funny he said something about um, uh, transgendered people are from Satan <laughs> and he said something else wow oh it was so amazing and it's like yeah I don't think he's gonna be a fair and partial juror but anyway no, so not at all. But uh, I'll do the Deutsche stuff next week because there is some things I wanted to go over. But um, the one thing that kind of came out is when they said they subpoenaed it, uh, some of the the rumor coming out of the Mueller team was they didn't subpoena it to go after Trump. They were looking into some of his associates' dealings, which I think is bullshit. Um, But I'm going to pull a little bit more information, see what I could find, because I know Jared Kushner is probably going to be in the target if that's the case. But I, oh, hell yeah. Uh, but I can't... He owes Deutsche Bank a lot of fucking money. Yeah, and I got a lot of stuff on Trump and some of his dealings with it, so we'll do that next week, unless something big happens and we have another child molester yeah. fucking run for Senate or something. Yeah, it'll, no, it'll probably be a mass shooting. <laughs> uh, that's probably more than less. Yeah, we're due for one of those. Next. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a while. So About a month. <laughs> yeah. in, a, in, a, in America... 
terms of mass shootings it's it's been a little while so well <laughs> no there's there's one I, ho- I hope not i hope not no because i'm not hoping for it yeah statistically speaking there's one I every just, day so i'm sure there was I a expect mass shooting it. Day, but just yeah. not one big enough as for to be on cnn yeah 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 <laughs> exactly yay america <laughs> i do uh so yeah last week i talked about um microtransaction in video games um the reason why i think it's important to bring it up now is because it's actually getting like a spotlight and it's something that's been in video games for a while and of course anybody who plays a lot of video games understands what's going on but everybody else who doesn't play video games or just knows people that play video games and don't really pay attention to that kind of shit have no idea what's going on and it's actually something that is important um so basically what a microtransaction is is after you've purchased a game uh and there's also free to play games that have it as well of course because they try to generate some kind of revenue um they usually have what are referred to as loot boxes where you pay money to get these loot boxes and then they have a randomized uh different thing some of them are only cosmetic like it'll be a different clothing for your character or a different skin for your gun something like that or like a different banner for whenever people look at your profile shit like that Others have it where it actually affects the game. Like, it gives you more experience, uh, like double experience. So you actually level faster than everybody else. Uh, Some of them have where you actually get better guns or better items that help you in the game. So it actually is almost, they call it pay to win. That's where you spend enough money on these loot boxes, you will eventually get a lot of good things that you can stack the deck against your opponent that didn't pay all that money to get all that shit that you got. Microtransactions recently got a huge spotlight put on them because EA, Electronic Arts, they came out with Star Wars Battlefront 2, which was supposed to be a huge fucking game. You know, you got the new Star Wars movie that's actually coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Fucking stoked for that. Yes. Um, and I actually was really stoked for this game. Uh... It basically puts you in different locations. It's a shooter game. puts you in different locations uh, in the Star Wars universe at different time periods. Um, And you could also, if you have the right card, you could actually be one of the heroes or villains. So you could play like Darth Maul or Darth Vader or Luke, uh, you know, different things like that. Or, you know, if you don't have that card or whatever, you could play like a Stormtrooper or somebody from the Rebels, something like that. And they also have like aerial combat and all that stuff. It looks like a just a fun game, mm-hmm. especially if you're a Star Wars geek. But then I caught wind that they had microtransactions in it, with most of the big AAA games do. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then, come to find out, and this is what people found out in the beta. So the beta is not even the real game. The beta is just they're stress testing their servers, mm-hmm to make sure that they can handle the multiplayer matches that people are using online. In the beta, they had uh, these loot boxes that had, they called them star cards or something like that. 
and come to find out that the heroes, the only way that you could have attained the heroes was to get them from the loot boxes that you had to pay for. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't even play Luke or anything like that unless you paid more money. Hmm. Not only that, but player progression, just to progress your player, the average stormtrooper or whatever, was tied through the loot boxes. (laughs) And this is in the beta. So I was like, holy shit, they're putting a pay-to-win model in this game. And this is a full price sixty dollar game. In the beta version, you'd have to get those. Yes. That's yes. Ridiculous. <laughs> I've done because um, I'm a nerd. I mean, everybody knows I fucking watch wrestling. I play World of Warcraft. I'm a fucking loser. Um, I've done the beta on Warcraft before because I've played it so long. I've got the invite. Yeah. They just give you everything, like because you're trying mm-hmm. like you said, it's a test. Like you're trying to test out and work bugs out and everything, and then like you. If there's something wrong, you send them a little ticket thing and let them know because yeah. they're trying to fix shit. They don't hold back stuff or make you pay for shit to do a beta test. Yep. <laughs> That's insane. So this was in the beta. And it gained enough steam and backlash that people were fucking livid about this. So then EA came out and said, oh, well, we're, we're going to tweak it. You know, we're going to make it to where you could gain loot boxes uh, through just playing the game and all that stuff. Mm. And then they have another service where I think it's called EA Access. And if you're a part of that, sometimes you get early access to a game like a week before it comes out, you're able to play it. Mm. So a week before the game was officially launching, people that had EA Access were able to play you know, as long as they paid the full price of the game and had this fucking service, they were able to play the game a week early. So they were playing the game a week early, and then somebody noticed something that it didn't matter how well or how poor you did in the match, you got the exact same amount of points, which then you could use to buy the loot box without actually paying real money. But you could still pay real money for it, but now you could earn it through just playing the game, but it didn't matter how good you performed, which didn't make sense. So people were like, why am I even playing the game then? I could just sit there with the controller, let the match go on. I could go make popcorn and do whatever the fuck I want and still get the same amount of points until eventually I can get these loot boxes. And then somebody did the math at the how long it would take you to get just one hero or villain. It would take you 40 hours of gameplay just to get one. So then that came out, and then EA tried to backtrack, and they say, well, we wanted it to be a sense of accomplishment and reward. (laughs) And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, who, besides, I mean, there are some people that do, but very few people have the time to spend 40 hours on a game just to get one character. Uh-huh. Yeah, tell me. It's like, what the hell? God damn. So they've tried to tweak it, all this stuff, and they're like, oh, well, we're removing uh, the pay for loot boxes model uh, until we can do further tweaks and all that stuff. Um, but as one person pointed out, they never 
ever said that they were going to remove the pay-to-win model. So that game's pretty much ruined forever. Uh, its sales were abysmal, as they should have been. Yeah. They still sold a lot. But by comparison to the first Battlefront, they sold less. They have less player count. And I, I've completely banned it. I'm like, I'm not even fucking touching that game. Ah, uh, that sucks, um, man. I saw all the the things on it. It did look really badass. Like I never even played the first yeah, it, one. It I was looks awesome. Go get it, but uh, it looks awesome. But hell no, I'm not even touching it. Damn, that sucks. Um, so then there, there's another sect of the gaming community that believes that microtransactions are okay because you know games are expensive and they ha- they uh, take a long time to develop and blah 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 blah. So uh, you know these companies need to recruit even though there's no statistical data to prove that they need microtransactions to survive because they don't and it's proven because the president of ea came out with the shareholders meeting and said even though we've removed loot boxes from the game temporarily it will not affect our projections the reason why is because they will make plenty of money on the 60 dollars game without the microtransactions so that's a whole bunch of shit that they need to recruit money. But there are people that believe that cosmetic microtransactions are okay. Because, you know, if you want to spend a whole bunch of money on getting a skin for your gun or whatever, have at it. I'm not going to spend the money to get a fucking, you know, new outfit for my character. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to spend my money on the game and play the game. You, you, you know, a lot of people have that mentality. And actually, honestly, I did. Until another game that recently came out, Destiny 2, somebody, they took a camera and they played Destiny 2. And on the bottom, you have your like experience bar where every time you kill somebody or whatever, your experience goes up, right? Mm-hmm. They put it on their computer and they measured pixel by pixel because the experience number, like whenever you shoot the bad guy, the experience number comes up, and it's always the same. But he noticed that it seemed like the progression was a little bit slower whenever he level capped. Because in Destiny 2, they have their version of loot boxes is called bright engrams. And you get them every time you level your character. Mm. And so at first, when you're playing the game, you're leveling really fast. You're getting a lot of bright engrams. You're getting all these skins and these different colors, and you're getting all this cosmetic stuff that doesn't really pertain to the game. Uh, But, you know, they're cosmetic. But you could also buy them. But then he noticed, whenever you level capped, you keep on earning XP and keep leveling the bar, but your character doesn't actually level numerically. But you keep getting bright engrams. Whenever you level cap, all of a sudden, everything you did slowed down your XP. Hmm. So by by his calculation, he should have gotten one and a half more bright engrams than he actually did for the work that he put in, based off of how much XP he got before he level capped. So they nerfed it. They nerfed it so then people would be inclined to spend money if there was something that they wanted out of the bright engram. So he exposed that 
Then Destiny comes out, Bungie, who made it, said, oh, well, we weren't happy with that system anyway, so we're removing it. <laughs> so they removed it, but guess what they did? They doubled the amount of XP that you need <laughs> to level to get a bright engram. It's like, wh you, what? <laughs> See, that's what happens when you run your So you put away out. the nerf. But now you doubled the XP. Yeah. <laughs> so taught you they didn't even get rid of it. So taught you a lesson. in that instance, cosmetic actually did affect the game. You got less XP mm. when you leveled. It did affect gameplay. So the whole, oh, well, cosmetic is fine is invalid. Because if they've cheated, I guarantee you other people have cheated. Because <laughs> this is stuff that they don't tell gamers. Here's the other twisted thing with microtransactions. They do not tell you the odds on anything. So there are some items that are common. There's other, co other items that are really rare. So if you are looking for that really rare item, you do not know how much money you have to spend to get that item. And kids do this. Kids get their parents to put money into their game so then they can sit there and they are gambling. They are gambling. That's exactly what they're fucking doing. And it's even worse because when you go to Vegas and shit, you see the odds. They tell you what the fucking odds are because they have to. Mm -hmm. But somehow video games have been able to whittle their way through this and they've come up with this thing where they're saying, oh, it's not gambling because... Every time you buy something, you still get something in return. So it's not gambling because you're not completely wasting your money. Even though you might get the same skin five times in a fucking row after you spent 50 bucks, it's irrelevant. Mm. China. <laughs> China has actually China. put in a law where, where game companies have to put in the odds. They have to. Oh, wow. Denmark is actually putting in legislation to where people under the age of 18 cannot buy microtransactions, period. Probably a good idea. I can't remember who. I, I don't know if he's a congressman or somebody from, or a senator in Hawaii. He is actually writing legislation as we speak trying to put a ban on microtransactions for people under the age of 18 because it's fucking gambling. And if people don't believe me, there is proof. If you go to a gaming website called Kotaku, they talk to this kid. They know it's true because they have bank records. But he's 19 now. And it started when he was 13. He became addicted to gambling and his gambling addiction was microtransactions <laughs> and he spent over ten thousand dollars he spent thirteen thousand five hundred dollars and twenty five cents in games on just microtransactions so those aren't the games that he bought it's just on microtransactions on the games that he already bought dude selling weed on the side or something that money? Here's the thing, and Kotaku goes, again, Kotaku goes into this. A lot of people would say, oh, this is probably some fucking rich kid whose mom and dad, blah, 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 blah. Negative. 
It started out small, and whenever he got old enough to get a job, he got a job to support his habit. And then when that didn't support his habit, he actually got a second job to support his habit. Okay, well. And eventually, it got so bad, he had to go to counseling, and he had to just completely quit cold turkey. (laughs) And now... He still play he still plays games, but he totally avoids any game with microtransactions because he does not want to tempt himself. That is insane. And he talks about all this stuff where he would be playing uh, Counter Strike Go, and he would see somebody that had like a different skin that he liked, and then he would stop playing, and he would just start buying loot boxes until he got that skin like if he saw something he liked then he would he had to fucking keep on spending money until he got whatever it was that he wanted and the fucked up thing is is that a lot of the games that he talks about he quit on he stopped playing so all that money that he invested and put into it fucking gone just like gambling you can put a shitload of money into it it's all going to be fucking gone. The house always wins. And some of it's tiny. You know, not every loot box is, like, super expensive. You know, sometimes he compares it to where it's, like, a tiny little amount. And then other times, it's he's spending $50 at a time. You know, in one night, just on microtransactions for skins and whatever. So it's not just a tiny little insignificant thing. I'm very happy that it finally hit some kind of recognition outside of the gaming community with Battlefront 2 because there were reports from like large news organizations about this. Um, and then again, you know, I hope this guy from Hawaii actually starts pushing this shit and it comes through. But anybody out there that's got kids that plays video games, you need to fucking watch them with this shit. Yeah. Just like if they're hanging out with Roy Moore, watch them just as fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's something that I I have always fucking hated. I hate the loot boxes. I hate microtransactions. Because to me, it's just greed, pure and simple. That's all it is from these gaming companies. There are free-to-play games that have microtransactions in them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's tough for me to argue against that because it the game is free. Yeah. So what do you expect? They got to make money somehow. But in a full-priced $60 AAA game, you should never see this shit. It's completely unacceptable. And these gaming companies are just ripping kids off and turning them into addicts. They're feeding off their addiction. And nobody is saying shit. Yeah. I I always used to get pissed just having to fucking buy a bunch of DLCs and stuff that cost as much as the fucking original game. That always made me mad, but... Well, at least DLCs is like content. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. extra missions. You know exactly it's what like you're getting. all this other and, stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know exactly what you're getting. It's not like an odds game where it's like, hey, buy this DLC and you might get this new mission. Nope. It's no, you buy the DLC, you get all this shit. Yeah, that's the one thing not like with you're microtransactions. Saying. It's like you have the opportunity to get this, but we're not going to tell you how what that opportunity is. 
we're just going to keep on getting your money until you get that. Yeah, like you said, at the Battlefront, just to get, like, actual characters, this and that, it's like, that should be included. Yeah, you're right. That's the kind of shit that would be like, what the fuck? All right, man, whatever. Now, that's interesting. And I, I know a little bit, I, I, I haven't heard of the loot box stuff, but I know what you're saying at the transaction thing, because my kid plays some shit on, like, Steam, and every once in a while I'll be like, well, Dad, the game's free, but if I want, you know, to get this and this and this, I have to pay, like, 10 bucks. Can you you know log off and sign up give me this thing i'm like i've done that for him a few times on some of those things so i understand the microtransaction aspect i've never heard the the loot box part of it before i guess i've yeah i'm not a big gamer anymore like i said i play warcraft but we don't have that kind of shit on warcraft it's just so wow yep yeah there's actually somebody that made a satirical video uh from one of my favorite uh, video games called Dark Souls, and it's all satire. And he's talking about how Dark Souls is going to implement this loot box system, and they got this new currency called Soul Bucks and all this <laughs> other shit. And later in the video, he's like, "You can get a complete armor set out of this. You can get a complete boss armor set out of this." He's like, "You don't even have to play the game. Fuck the game. Just keep buying loot boxes." <laughs> God damn it. And it's in the case of Battlefront, if if EA was not pressured to back down from some of the stuff that they were doing, that's exactly what Battlefront would have been. Yeah. It would have been to where you don't even have to fucking play the game. You just buy loot boxes over and over and over and over and over until you get what you want, and then you're good to go. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's got to go. My biggest thing is that fucking kids are doing this. That That's absolute travesty that they're so predatory and just basically turning kids into addicts. It's fucking reprehensible. See? And yet another reason why abortion should be illegal. <laughs> why? Because then there'd be less kids playing video games for microtransactions? Yeah. Less kids to take advantage of with loot boxes. <laughs> all comes full circle uh, yeah about that so what did we learn today anyway uh we learned that there is a bittersweet thing to jones winning mm-hmm. um we learned that loot boxes are evil okay uh, oh, we didn't even really fucking go into the whole, like, how Trump is now all of a sudden, like, backing away from more and saying, oh, well, I really liked this other guy. Yeah, well, don't worry I about that. I just backed that. more because I kind of had to. <laughs> just, what about, it doesn't matter. What oh, I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. So, I just, it was the first time in, I don't know how long, I actually changed the channel to Fox News because oh, yeah. I just wanted to see, like, what they were saying because i was like i was just curious i was like i wonder what they're saying because i mean i i assumed it was going to be like doom and gloom but it wasn't what it was was it was a complete defense of trump Mm -hmm. that's that's all it was it was mainly like oh this isn't trump's fault he had nothing to do with it Blah, 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 blah. This isn't a trump loss it's like he backed the fucking candidate how is this not a trump loss you know, they're just trying to defend him any way they can. But 
the one caveat. So they had like this weird section where they were like winners and losers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they had, I guess he was a Democrat, some black guy on there. And then they had this white Republican on there. And the white Republican had the losses because he lost. Mm-hmm. So they had to like bullet point what they thought lost in the election and the two ones that stood out that had me cracking up because they put it up on the screen one bullet point said babies okay because <laughs> jones is pro-abortion oh, okay. so babies lost yeah, pro-abortion yeah. <laughs> more abortions. and the other one was yeah and the other one was uh believers in the second amendment okay and that one made me laugh too because jones is actually i mean he he wants gun legislation but he's a believer in the second amendment <sighs> he, he he's made i remember seeing a statement from him where he's like yeah i i own guns i actually go hunting uh-huh. he's like but you know what when i am at when i'm done using them for hunting or whatever I put them in the gun rack. I don't bring them to a rally and wave them in the air. <laughs> it's usually a bad. So it's like, it's like no, he's he's not against the Second Amendment. The fucker owns guns. What the fuck are you talking about? It was so crazy. But I just love that bullet point. Babies. Babies. Babies lost. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. But the, yeah, on the Democrat watching Fox News. It's on the Democrat so side. Crazy. Did he put winners? Did he put fourteen-year-old girls? Right. Yeah. What? God damn it! Ridiculous. Oh well. Anyway, stop watching else? Fox. Yo. It's gonna fuck your brain. I mean, I'm almost inclined to start watching it more because it. I was rolling. I was about crying. I was <laughs> laughing so hard. It's not supposed to be a comedy show, Eric. It is a comedy show. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's state. Like I stopped media. watching it a long, long, long time ago. But holy fuck, it's. They are, they're weird over there, man. They're fucking weird. Anyway, folks, <sighs> hope you enjoyed it. Of course they did. Of course. Check out our Canadian brethren at Podblocked. Mm-hmm. And of course, 742 Evergreen Terrace. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen it because you never linked the show, uh, but I assume that Andy and the Bratastic Voyage is still going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. So check that one out. <laughs> oh, uh, I forgot to mention it last week, but, uh, our buddies at the Deer Hunter, they came out with their new EP. Mm-hmm. I saw that. All is as all should be. Um, and they actually have one song. I highly recommend. It's a little jarring the first time you hear it, but it makes sense when you actually hear why it is the way it is. Um, it's called Blame Paradise. And basically what the song is about is about our current political climate. And there are some great fucking lines in it. Um, and it's about the state of the media and... Uh, you know how fake news is now like a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the music video is just fucking bizarre and crazy. So I definitely recommend checking that out. But let me give you some of the lyrics off of uh, Blame Paradise. Uh, millions of minds press opinions like they're gospel. It's facts and figures 
find your fated to cry. Um, the chorus is, I can't believe my eyes. The truth is no longer deified. Instead, we weigh the wreckage of false information that you can't deny. Tell me this isn't real life. <laughs> but it, it's a very poignant, good representation of exactly the state in which we're in here in America, where it's just like, is this fucking real? Is, is, is this really fucking happening where truth is no longer deified? Like, why is that not even a thing anymore? But yeah, check that out. It's a good fucking EP. Only six songs, but I, I, I'm not going to complain because it's new deer hunter shit. I'll never complain about that. So, But check that out. And they are still on tour, so if they're coming to your town, definitely check them out. Be a good fucking show, I guarantee it. Anyway, have a good week, folks. Yep. Have a good one, motherfuckers.